0: you're an entrepreneur looking to grow your business, build your brand, and get yourself financially fit, then you are in the right place. Get ready to flex your marketing muscles and learn how to make sure every dollar spent on marketing fattens your bottom line. Welcome to the Marketing Strategy Show with your personal marketing trainer, Jesse Stoddard. Stoddard. Brian Hahn is the founder and CEO of Go Social Experts, an author and a Facebook expert. With more than 30 years experience in various industries as a business owner, his simple and effective strategies help entrepreneurs and sales professionals use Facebook profitably to generate new as well as repeat clients. Okay, I have Brian Hahn of Go Social Experts with me today. Thank you, Brian, for being here. Uh, My pleasure, Jesse. Awesome. So, hey, if you could fill in the gaps of the introduction I gave you by sharing your your story with us, I think that'd be great. Maybe you're, I call it the hero's journey. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you had some struggles that you could share, too, and, and where you're at now as well. Sure, certainly. We had that happen.
1: Uh, all of us do go through some of those. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually how I ended up with social media marketing. Um, I owned a, a grocery store, actually a store I took over from my uh, parents, Um I owned it for 15, 17 years. The timeline kind of gets fuzzy there when I took it over, when I owned it, when I only ran it. Um, but uh, so I owned a grocery store for about, like I said, 17 years. And, we, and where was that? What loc- That was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, Wisconsin. is where it was at. So a different industry by far from social media marketing. But uh, the grocery industry is very competitive, and we were a smaller store compared to a lot of um, big, our bigger competitors. Um, they were substantially larger than we were, three, four times larger. And Facebook, we were using email marketing already, which by the way was unusual for the grocery business back then. But we were look, I was looking for something else. And Facebook marketing, Facebook was just taking off back then. That would have been 2009-ish, uh, give or take a few months in there. And um, but I, so I thought I'd go find, hire somebody to help me with Facebook. I mean, that's what I did when I wanted radio or TV or um, any of the other kind of marketing. Well, back in those days, there was nobody to help you with Facebook. So it was either uh, do it yourself or um, don't do it, and I was willing to do it myself. So and I like working on computers anyway, so it gave me a chance to do something I liked. But so I took the uh, night shift. Basically, I worked marketing and uh, Facebook at night, and uh, ran the grocery store during the day. So worked two jobs, kind of, but they were all for my own business. So it was it was fun. I enjoyed doing it, but it got to the point eventually where I was either going to and I and I own. I use this in other businesses besides this particular one. But then it came time to, in the grocery business, I either had to invest a substantial amount to uh, remodel the grocery store um, or, and stay there or move into marketing. And I'm like, you know, I'm having a lot of fun with marketing. And in the grocery business, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars doesn't go very far. So uh, I was like, well, I think after 35 years, it was time to leave that business. So I did and went into uh, this and one other entity that I, my sister and I actually still own uh five Dairy Queen restaurants. So I understand very much what uh, running a brick and mortar business is with about a hundred employees, all of them, most, what, 98% of them under the age of 25. So, wow! (laughs) (laughs) and then I do social media marketing on our Facebook marketing on the side. (laughs) That's not true. I do Facebook marketing Then most of my time is spent on.
0: So. Fantastic. Hey, um, that's really interesting that you have all that experience in local, a local business, brick and mortar businesses, and I, I think that's a fantastic advantage. It must be for uh, being able to relate to business owners when you're talking about Facebook marketing because you actually have seen it in the trenches, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it is. When I say that, I've you know I've had that year, many years of experience, and that I still have, you know, that that kind that kind of staffing and um, employees. So I mean, when I say that I'm recruiting using Facebook. I mean that I'm recruiting right now using Facebook. In the spring, we always ramp up our staffs at the Dairy Queens, so we've been using Facebook for recruiting fairly heavily this year, and it's been responding very well, actually.
0: Uh, did you ever go through any times where it was uh, difficult? You know, where the stores were having troubles and oh you had my. to struggle through, or? <laughs> I remember I said 100 employees and 98% of them under the age of 25. <laughs> now, wait a minute, isn't, isn't anything over five employees considered running an adult daycare, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, some days it feels like that. To be fair, they're good people. It's just that the uh, experiences, as I get older and more experienced, it's harder to uh, remember back to what it was like when I was 16 or 20 years old. So, so there was, there's always challenges, ongoing challenges with staffing. Um, there's ongoing challenges. The grocery business um, is a very low margin business. So it's very, you know, we do, we do a fair amount of business, but keeping any in the, in the end is always a, is always a struggle. So, oh my, yes, there was lots of uh, opportunities along the way to learn this. And remember running a grocery store is not an eight hour a day job. That's a, oh, 10 hour a day is kind of a normal short day. And then to come home and do marketing, you know, eat supper with my family. And then I would go and work on Facebook marketing after that. So, uh, wow. so yeah, we went through, uh, we went through a, a long line of uh, challenging uh, times and interest. I, and I To be fair, you, you get used to it. It doesn't even notice it. I tell people my goal now is to get down to working 50 hours a week.
0: What, well, why do you think it was that you turned to Facebook and got so focused on it of all the other, and especially in that, I'm sure it's not traditional media when you started, it was unheard of. So what got you turned onto it? It was unheard of uh, for Facebook.
1: <sighs> Someone asked me that yesterday and that, that is still it, it for either the way it's designed it attracted me. Um, the possibilities for using it for marketing were far um, better, even then. And, and they were very rudimentary. I mean, the stuff that we did then for marketing would get our account shut down if we tried to do it now. Um, but they were the rules. That was the norm. That was what you did for Facebook marketing back in those days. So um, so all of that's changed. Probably the, the design of it and I saw the potential of it. and. And it struck me for that reason and then I go back and analyze that why I picked Facebook over the rest of them but I did um, and to, to this day I still think Facebook is the best um, the close second is LinkedIn and the rest of them are all distant
0: distant distant thirds for, to both of those who who are your marketing mentors as you started <laughs> learning about all this stuff years ago it
1: was Jay Abraham it was probably one of my first uh, big marketing mentors that I that I had run across um, Dan Kennedy. Well, the reason I laughed is when you said that is because you know, when you say Dan Kennedy for Marketing Mentor, and then you say Facebook, if you know anything about Dan, you know that those two don't really go together. Uh, what I've done, what I do is I take Dan's uh, marketing strategies and use them on Facebook. Uh, the marketing strategies Dan teaches are incredible. They're uh, world class and always have been. It's just a matter of adjusting into the media is what I do with his. But then I also uh, follow Ryan Dice is another person that I follow quite a bit from Digital Marketer. Um, and I've followed him for years since he was a teenager, probably. Um, hmm. And then, um, literally, I've got some of his old programs I spent a hundred bucks on, and uh, you know, 15, 17 years ago. So wow. <laughs> it's a long time ago. And then uh, Roy Williams is another person out of Austin, Texas. I've been following him for
0: going on 20 years now. Wow. So. And uh, what is marketing to you? If you had to come up with a working definition, if somebody says, well, what is marketing? What, what do you say? Marketing is getting people to come to to come to my
1: business or one of my client's businesses ready to buy. It's, it's the whole process of introducing ourselves to them, developing a relationship with, with them so that when they get to us, they're ready to buy from us. It makes, it makes sales job much easier if you do
0: good marketing. Hmm. And what, what do you think the difference between marketing and sales is? Sometimes there's a debate right. and uh, confusion there. What, what's your point? Oh my. And by the way, and I, and I'm, if I'm not careful, I can easily make that happen. Uh, sales job is
1: actual, and this is not a hundred percent accurate, but what sales job is actually to get the signature on the dotted line, collect the money, uh, move people from, I want to do business with you to I'm doing business with you is what I look at with that. An example of this is if, um, I've got a client that's a resort, and uh, they're we do a lot of marketing for them, and then they've also got they do online sales, but they also do a lot of sales on the phone. If you're going to book a vacation for your family resort, you you call in, and the they recently moved to a different company that helps handle their phone call sales, and that company cannot believe their close rate. They're ten percent better than anyone else that they've got in the company, and. What I put that down to, and they're talented on the phone, don't get me wrong. They're good on the phone. But what I put that into is the fact that the people come to them already ready to book. The marketing has done such a good job of selling the resort that when they come, they're predisposed to buy before they even answer. And this company has hundreds of, they're an independent resort, and they've got hundreds of other clients. And we're in the top, I mean, like in the first month, we're in the top, and it's been that way for eight months now and I'm saying that our marketing is driving that to happen. They're doing a great job with sales, but our marketing is getting people prepared and excited about being there, so when they do call, they're booking.
0: That's fantastic, and that's also a situation that salespeople like. It's a lot easier.
1: (laughs) They're having fun, they're making their bonus, they're getting written up in the other company's uh, reports, and it's all happening because marketing's doing it. A bunch
0: of sales superstars.
1: They are. All and, and because they're, of
0: marketing. <laughs> yep.
1: and, they're, and they're really good. So I'm not taking anything away from them. They are really good on the phone. I mean, if, if they were only average on the phone or, you know, poor on the phone, they could screw it up, but they're right. not. They're right. good on the phones too. So
0: how do you feel about marketing plans? And are, do you find that your clients have marketing plans and do you think they're necessary? Some people do, some people don't. And what are your thoughts on that? Well, it depends if you want to make money long-term or
1: not. And if you're looking for a flash in the pan. Um, when a lot of clients come to me, they either have poor marketing plans or no marketing plan. A lot of them don't have. It's, we do this because we've always done this, um, and we've done it this way and this has gotten us results, but we want to get better results. So that's when they come to me for that. Without a plan, you're just doing random acts of marketing. You're you're going in, you're doing something, you're seeing what kind of results and you move to the next plan. If you're really going to be successful with marketing, you want a way to grow your audience from where it is now and I don't care if it's nothing now or if you've got a hundred thousand people in your audience now how can you grow that audience of people that are familiar with you and then actually sell them something and if you're just doing random acts of a little bit here a little bit there you're going to find that that happens you're not going to get that happening you want if you want to happen it consistently and predictably you need to have a plan what's step one what's step two what's step three
0: and get that implemented then you can adjust and optimize from there so And in brief, what do you think it takes to create a great marketing strategy? If you're going to try to put together maybe an ultimate marketing plan of some kind, what would be a, what does it take to create that?
1: What people don't do, what just, this this just amazes me because it's a simple fix as far as I'm concerned, um, is basically start with the end in mind. Look at what the final step is and then develop your plan backwards from there. So for my resort, if it's getting people either booking online or booking on the phone, what's the step before that? What's the step before that? and then putting it together, so putting it together backwards, and then
0: creating what you need to get there. Excellent, okay, and what are your best, or, or maybe just your favorite examples of great marketing strategies that you've used, or maybe that you've used for your clients? Right. Any, any examples you could give us? Sure, um, the, it depends on how in-depth you want to be, and, and,
1: what, and what the clients have to, um, to work with. When we start with clients, we always take what they've already got and see if we can use what they've got without having to create everything from new. That's a lot of work and it takes a lot of time, which all equates to money. It's either time or money, same difference. Um, but if you're paying somebody, it is time is money. Um, so what we'd like to we'd like to set up a process where we don't actually sell directly to, so I'm not gonna, um, go on Facebook run an ad and have you book a vacation at the resort and you know which can run somewhere between $500 and two thousand um, dollars without you knowing more about us. So I'm going to give you offer you something. Um, we're going give you we're gonna do blog posts you're gonna see fun videos of people playing and having fun. Uh, we're gonna give you a chance to interact with us. So I like to if, if when I'm marketing and pretty much as a whole how our marketing plan is, when you hire us you're going to work with Facebook because that's what we do. Now we'll help you with other things. So it's not like you ha- we just do Facebook and we'll never talk about anything else. But you know, when you're you're hiring us, you're predisposed to using Facebook. So we're going to um, we're going to use Facebook ads. We're going to send you to some kind of a lead magnet. Now that lead magnet may be something. It might be an offer for a um, coupon or a gift certificate that you get it a that you get. But you're going to put your email in to get it, so we can follow up with you. Then we're going to send you to a thank you page. We're going to offer you something there to move you to the next step. And depending on what client I'm selling you? Uh, we're going to offer you something to move to the next, either a product to buy, a webinar for information. Um, are the two biggest things that we're going to offer in there, and then we're going to um, basically retarget you, use email to retarget you back. That's a strategy that's been uh, works consistently, as recently as you know an hour ago. I was looking at some results from a from one of the campaigns that was uh, we've got running. So. Awesome. That's been a solid strategy that's worked um, week in and week out.
0: So I don't want to derail us too much, but I do have sure. to ask, do you have an opinion on all the news that's going on right now about Facebook and uh, controversy? Con- you know, is it, yep. is it really matter? Is it something anybody needs to worry about? Is it going to affect everybody? Is, you know, everyone should leave Facebook and go running for the hills. I don't think that's true, but what are your <laughs> Well, if you're an advertiser, you're spending lots of money on Facebook, leave and go run from the hills. I'll yeah. get
1: better results from you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're not there.
1: Um, what? No, it's not. The, the challenge is, is that basically the politicians got involved with it and, and actually saw something that they thought, which they really didn't see anyway. Um, it, no, what we, we've not seen anyone, any significant numbers. And I would say anyone from what we can see from our clients ads running, as long as the users are staying on Facebook and they continue using Facebook, it, nothing's going to change. Uh, what is changing is some of the targeting options are changing, so we've got to be a little bit more creative, and it, we're starting to see where they're not sharing some information, just some little stuff. Nothing that um, really is going to affect long term our results, it's just not quite as good as what we had before. So in the long run, no, it is not going to affect anything. Uh, I was just coming back from Orlando, um, and I was watching people, I watch people in the airports when they're on their phones because they're walking around on their phones seeing what they're doing. And I saw, and this is not a scientific study because I didn't count, you know, okay, I have 100 people here and I had 100 people, you know, three months ago when I did this. But I was watching particularly because of this question and wondering, you know, is something I need to worry about? And I saw just as many people as I always had on their phones on Facebook. You know, right before they, shut, they tell you to shut your phones off, the lady sitting next to me, her husband, was giving her a hard time about being withdrawn from Facebook for the two-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, and she was signing off of Facebook, you know, <laughs> I'm walking down the gangway and there's people, um, young and old using Facebook. So young is in their twenties and up, um, using Facebook. So I'm not seeing anything. And that was just that one trip, but I'm just saying this was a week after all this big event had happened. And they're saying that this is going to be terrible. Facebook really, Facebook has not taken any more data or stored any more data than they ever have. And in fact, they're getting more conservative about sharing it with other people, but it's not the advertisers on the back end. We are seeing just as good of results as we've ever seen. We're seeing people using them. Um, My prediction is that in another month, everybody's going to forgotten that it even, in fact, it's winding down on the news now. Yeah. This morning, I heard that they had record profits the first quarter of the year. So they were (laughs) up (laughs) 63%
0: and I'm like, and they didn't have a bad quarter last quarter. Yeah. My theory on it is, and this was before all this news came out, was uh-huh. it's actually, it's just going to get harder for the, for the businesses that are trying to get free traffic or they're right. trying to, uh, they're trying to, you know, pull a fast one on the system and right. it's harder for those guys because right. you can't get viral virality anymore. Nope. But for paid, uh, for paid advertising, right. it's going to get better because it gets right. rid of a lot of those goofballs that are trying right. to do all this, the goofy stuff. Right they're not going to have any traction. So if you're a paid advertiser, you know, then you're going to probably do better. Get rid of and that's, that. And <laughs> yes.
1: The, the one caveat is, is, and yes, that's, I talked about that a little bit at Super Conference, is that you're, the days of putting up a page, putting up some free posts, getting some virality, not happening anymore. Hmm. Um, and also the days of, even with paid advertising, you've got to make sure you've got a system that you don't just throw something out there and do a little bit of Facebook ads to so say you're doing Facebook ads and not have a plan for what to do with that traffic. Um, if you do that, it's gonna cost you a lot of money. Mm. But if you have a system that you've actually got a plan to lead people to the next step and then a way to monetize that, you're gonna make as much money or, or more. Your return on investment's gonna be very good. But if you don't have a system at all, you can um, you spend a lot of money really quickly.
0: Now, are you seeing Facebook work for B2C, B2B, everything? Or is it specific? Is it more Is it more geared towards the B2C? A lot of people think it would be more for end consumers. Or are you seeing it working in other spaces as well? It works in most spaces. The key, that, the key to it really is the size of the audience. If
1: you say you've got 1,000 potential people, um, I would tell you not to spend any money on Facebook until you had everything else, and I could give you a whole list of other things that you could do. For that the audience is too small. Uh, if you have a bigger audience, now if you want to um, target real estate brokers there are you know hundreds of thousands of them you're gonna be fine um, but there's other markets where the audience is smaller legitimately there is only 5,000 or 8,000 of them. There are some strategies you can use Facebook for but it's going to be in, to supplement other things you're doing but it's not going to be the main uh, advertising
0: platform for you is what I have found. What would be a good, I don't know if you can give me this number, but is there sort of a minimum audience you would recommend to, to really get a good return or is it? Yeah.
1: If you've got their, if you happen to have their email addresses, you can run probably an audience as small as, I mean, if you know, if you have access to all the uh, email addresses of all of the, I'll pick my old industry, the grocery store owners of that have stores that do between 40,000 and 200,000 a week, that's probably only, that's only a list of maybe 15,000 people. Hard to find them on Facebook. However, if you have their email addresses, you actually can target them, and you could do, a, you could get some results from that. If you don't have that email list, which most people aren't gonna have, I don't, and a bot list never seems to work that well, um, of emails, a bottom list of emails don't work that well. So I'm gonna say if you're doing, if you don't have any email list or traffic, you're gonna conservatively need 30 to 40,000 people. If you have an audience of 40,000 people, you can get some traction with Facebook. If you have an audience that you know is the people that you want, like I said, an email list that you can upload into Facebook, create a custom audience, you can go down probably as small as 10 to 15,000 and get, and make significant volume and income off of them, depending on what product you're offering and the value of each client. But you can do probably six figure business on that size audience. Hmm. So, and, if it's, and if you have a higher value offer, you can do more.
0: Excellent. Um, what key? Let's talk about technology briefly here. Sure. What What are key tools that you like and that you use? Anything from software to hardware to apps on your phone? Sure. Oh man, I could apps on my phone. I could get.
1: I forgot about looking at those. <laughs> um, the The core ones that the core ones that I use is I use um, a mail program. I either use I use Infusionsoft when I first was getting started. I used Aweber. Uh, both of those are good solid platforms. Um, can't and and. Email and Facebook work together; they're just a natural pairing. Um, uh, I like lead pages. I've used ClickFunnels also for landing pages. If you're going to do online marketing, you need both of those. Um, and then I can get into all the fun stuff. I forgot about that. Well, we use Canva for making designs for our for our ads. It's a either that or hire. I'm not a big design person myself. I know it looks good, but to make it myself, it never is quite right. So I have somebody else do it for me. But um, which thankfully I don't have to do that anymore. I used to do all of that, and was like oh, I don't have to do that anymore. That's good. <laughs> uh, so those are some of the biggest apps that way. Um, man, Google Calendar I use a tremendous amount. Uh, I use a I use Appointment Core, an online scheduler that mm-hmm. is uh, great for, but an online scheduling program of some kind you need, that you need um, definitely so you can set up your appointments. There's no back and forth with it. So that those are all great um, apps that I've or tools that I use regularly. Another one that I use, I don't know if you've ever run across, is Boomerang. I use uh, Google Apps um, for my email. And Boomerang actually, so if I send you an email and I'm and you don't answer, it brings it back to my attention in the time that I pick. Oh,
0: yeah, so, interesting. Sounds interesting.
1: It's that way. I never, I never miss an email that way. Mm. Uh, it also lets me send emails later. So if I'm working in an off-time and I don't want people to really realize that I can tell them to send them tomorrow mornings. So if I'm working at 10 o'clock at night, I can tell it to send the emails at eight o'clock tomorrow morning and they'll all go out then. So that's another thing. But interesting. Interesting. Cool. That's a
0: huge one. I use that one a lot. That's excellent. So
1: how about main
0: ones. how about books? What, what marketing or, or even just general business books do you recommend? Sure. I, uh, I read quite a bit, so I'd have to go back and see what I've been
1: reading. Um, right now, I'm actually reading through uh, Bill Glazer's new one, uh, more of the outrageous advertising, the 49 campaigns. Oh, I got it That's too. I'm book. excited. Uh, it's. I read it on the airplane on the way home. Actually, in between doing some other things, it's a good book. Um, basically, anything by Dan Kennedy has been valuable. I'm. He's got a lot of books to read, so I'm not all the way through all of them, but I'm working my way through those. Uh, and a book, and then uh, Cialdini's influence was a huge book when I read that. This the ahas and insights of that. I, I try and reread that once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a a non-business book that I found liberating, I guess, and very valuable was the one thing I think Pat Keller is the author of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was a great book is called the one thing was, and it stuck with me. I read it four years ago now and I keep referring back to it. So
0: that's been, that was a really good book. Excellent. Um, so let's uh, let's finish up here and talk a little bit more about you. I, we kind of have in in broad brush stroke right. overview, but uh, tell let's get a little bit more focused. What's your what would you say is your unique selling proposition or position? And sure, but more importantly, who's a good referral for you? Like if we if I'm running across somebody, who do I, how do I know if it's a good fit for for Go Social Experts? Sure. Well, we, we do a little bit of two things. I've always said that we help business owners profit from Facebook. But I'm
1: gonna say that we help business owners that um, aren't necessarily social media fans profit from Facebook advertising. Our style of uh, advertising, we do a lot of uh, work with paid advertising, but not so much with the routine posting and commenting and and building likes and shares. And by the way, as that's that's going away more and more, I'm thankful we didn't go that direction. So that's what we're doing. A great person for us is someone that's got a, that's it'd be the ones that are the best for us are the ones that are, have started doing some Facebook marketing, but haven't, they've gotten to a point where they can't get any further. They might be spending a couple hundred dollars a month or $500 a month in advertising, but they really haven't been able to make it grow or they, and they can't see a return on investment from them. So we, we can help those grow really fast. And then the other group of people are people that have got a successful business that want to add an online business to us have been helpful. The people, the people that are just getting started in business should learn how to do Facebook themselves. They shouldn't hire somebody to do it for them. Mm, that's it's just an, that's uh, it's a too little
0: expensive. that's a little contrarian. That's a that's kind of cool that you're saying that. Very interesting. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we, actually w- have a, we actually have a course that
1: will teach you that. But I'm just saying. But I'm saying. But anybody's course, what I'm saying is better than none. But if you're just getting
0: started in business, Facebook's not where you'd start your business. Huh, I right. wouldn't start my business on Facebook. And and you would maybe do a small-scale testing first and just and okay. then once you get to the point where you can see something working, then maybe hand it off to some pros to take it yep. to the next level? Is that yeah. the approach? That's the approach. It's a very it, honest approach. It is. I'm sorry. If that's, I, I you'd, probably would, you'd probably make more money if you didn't have that approach, right? I would probably make more money if I didn't take that <laughs> approach. <but laughs> I don't feel good
1: about that. There's enough yeah. money to make without doing that. So that, That's great. So it gives you the confidence if you do it yourself that when you hire somebody, A, you understand the concepts, but then B, you know what they're doing and you can actually interact with them. Just handing somebody your checkbook and say, go do my marketing for me is a really bad idea. I mean, I'm I'm going back to my years of owning businesses
0: besides marketing businesses. I'm telling you that's not a good thing to do. Uh, And tell me more about the course. You said you had a course that teaches uh, Facebook. Yes, we do have a
1: course that teaches Facebook marketing and it helps you set up the entire system we talked about where we, the, how to create the Facebook ads, the landing pages, lead magnets, what works for those, the sales oriented thank you page, setting up your retargeting cool. and all of that.
0: Um, and how does uh, how does somebody find out more about that program and you and your services? Sure. Um, after I sold that program right now, I have absolutely no link to give you for that. <laughs> so
1: that is a, my, the best place to go, well, I'm going to give you two things. The best place to go is our website, gosocialexperts.com. And The second thing is if you go to gosocialexperts.com forward slash masterclass, ah. I've actually got a, uh, it's, that's an email series. It's, you're going to get five emails with five videos that explain our my Facebook marketing system step by step is going to come there and that's a free course sign up for that and there'll be opportunities for you to connect after that once you'll be on my email list and you'll get
0: an opportunity to connect with me after that awesome that's great so that was gosocialexperts.com forward slash masterclass correct excellent all right that's awesome ryan uh who else should i interview for the marketing strategy show any recommendations i sorry i don't have anyone right now for you that's okay that's all right that's all right. i always ask just in no. case no. I, I also like to ask cause I get some interesting answers. I get all no. sorts of things like, Hey, there's this one guy I know that runs a business and you should talk to him. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Thank you very much for being here. This has been fantastic. I really appreciate it and, and everything that you've, you've provided some fantastic content. Do you have any last words or anything? Uh, I'm going to say that, you know,
1: don't underrate Facebook, go out there and actually try, some Facebook advertising. And you can get started by the way with Facebook with just a simple putting up a post and the boost post option. Spend five bucks, see what happens. And that's like very, that's the elementary 101 level,
0: but give it a try. And then look into going further. Thank you so much, man. This has been fantastic. And uh, maybe we'll do a follow up after there's more (laughs) Facebook news in the media. (laughs) I'd be happy to do that. Who knows what'll come up. All right, thanks, Brian. Thanks, Jesse.
1: Thanks for joining us for the Marketing Strategy Show with your personal marketing trainer, Jesse Stoddard. He can't do the push-ups for you, but he can help you stay accountable to your marketing goals. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. And let others know that you love the show so that they can love it too.